fanatics and welcome to a early Saturday night edition of, you know, I haven't said this in a long time, Spirited Chats was what the show was once originally called. Um, I'm your host, Mr. Fedora, and I try to do these shows at least every other Saturday night. And as I, when I do these shows, either we're doing live investigations for paranormals, uh, ghost hunting, or we bring on guests like we have all tonight to join us. Um, so grab a snack and join me and the rest of the paranormal fanatics as we date, yeah, dive into the mystic paranormal. And without further ado, let's add Paul. Hello, Paul. Hi, hi, everybody. All right. I hope you're doing well tonight. I'm great, thank you. I appreciate the the quick acknowledgement of my messages and willing to come on so quick as you did. Because yeah, no problem. I literally reached out to you on Wednesday, Thursday. And, yeah, uh, yeah, about Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, it's not a problem, Scott. It's good to be asked uh, to come on. For quite honest, so uh, looking forward to it. Well, I've been asking you for a little bit to be on the show, if you remember. Correctly. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, life stuff came up for everybody, and just never can make peace, uh, make make it work. Where, but I see your your uh, pages, and you guys are quite active a lot. Yeah, we try we we, we try be a bit different to um, other groups over here. We do different cover different. Um, uh, subjects and issues and like tonight uh, my son and his girlfriend has done a tarot evening where she does tarot cards for people that's free we don't charge nothing um, and then we have like little chats and we try and mix it up a bit uh, for people because not everybody just not everybody likes investigations mm. everybody likes ghost stories or like tarot evenings or you know just we just try and mix it up Scott to be quite honest so that's why we we try and keep as active as we can and you do a wonderful job at it. I, I'm oh, always, thank you very much. Thank always you. entertained when I I go to your Facebook and such, and I get notifications you're live. And yeah, and yeah. the nice thing for me is about the time I'm starting work is about the time you guys are getting certain things going on and such. So while everybody yeah. else is asleep, I'm tuning in. But uh, that's good. Lee says welcome. Hi, Marley. He, he is a co-founder of our group and he has an easy question for you <laughs> oh i've got a lot of easy questions <laughs> it should be simple enough can you see those or i can see is it is that seven eastern time or uk time that's uh, it's midnight in uk yeah it's midnight here well five past five past twelve so it's actually sunday morning here now so uh nice nice and you know and that's another thing when when we're doing these shows in the states that when we talk to people in the UK or or in different areas of the world, we gotta keep in mind of the time differences. Not only yeah. that, even just within the states itself, uh, we have the different hours as you go from east to west. So yeah. sometimes, uh, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I guess that was meant for me. Yeah, legally. <laughs> yeah. uh, like See, we don't realise that because obviously over in the UK we've not got a time difference. It's 
we're that we're a really small country, so we don't realise in America how different and how far it is, and your time differences. We don't, you know, we don't have to deal with that. So uh, you know, yeah, it's a bit it's, difficult, isn't it? It's seven o'clock here on the East Coast, and uh, I believe it's like five o'clock, four o'clock on the West Coast. So they still have daylight while we're <laughs> we're going <Your> dark. <laughs> Yeah, Lee likes to mess with me because uh, yeah. I'm a bus driver and I'm on time a lot for my job. But once I once I'm clocked out, who knows yeah. what time I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're because overhead buses are buses are terrible, Scott. They're never on time. Don't <laughs> even turn up sometimes. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, is better. I'm within two to three minutes of my run. Uh, oh, that's good. At each, each stop, I'm usually pretty close to it. Unless it's weather related or vehicle broke down, I'm I'm pretty close. Uh, I I tend to let myself run a few minutes late so people have more time to catch it. Uh, yeah, but that's just my my nature is trying to give people every possibility there is. That's cool. Yeah, especially in that situation, I feel I I was a bus passenger before I was a bus driver, and so I I got the the experience of both sides. So I, I understand how that is. Um, so, yeah, it, it amazes me. I, was, I believe I was going to ask you about the whole different time zones and over there, if you had them or not. So I suppose you don't do daylight saving either as well. Huh? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Box forward and back and stuff like that. And um, um, like I say, we're close to Europe, but, Europe and France, I think France is like an hour in front of us. That's the only time difference we have. <laughs> so travel just over channel and like half an hour and they have got a different, only an hour time difference to what we've got. So, so yeah, we do. we do. We do put clocks forward and backwards. So has that, well, see now that's another thing I was going to ask, has that ever affected you back when cell phones were based on free time after say nine o'clock were you ever to the point where you thought it was early or later and the time zone made it different but once again you guys don't have to deal with all that no that's a different no no that sounds that sounds a bit now never had to deal with that at all no no quite lucky i think that sounds of it well it was something that i learned kind of quick with my first cell phone bill i was an over the road truck driver so i was hitting the different time zones and yeah, yeah. back home it was nine o'clock where it was free calling home where i was at was seven o'clock six o'clock and so they charged me on where i was at so oh, my bill was quite high that first month <laughs> until i realized <laughs> what happened so you so, got used to it yeah yeah um just little things you get used to so uh I, I kind of mentioned this backstage, and for those that are tuning in and such, if uh, some of these questions don't seem like myself or seems a little word like there's it's wordy and such, it's because I've used uh, AI, artificial intelligence, to come up with some questions for you as well, if you're game. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It, I will say that I went through them. There's no zingers. There's nothing that's going to be... <laughs> You know, <laughs> did you cheat on your your science exam in the fifth grade? You know, nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that now. Probably a yes for that. <laughs> Only once, but nothing you can prove. <laughs> so, uh, 
What is, if you don't mind, explain no. who you are and the history of your team a little bit. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, we're called Mystic Paranormal UK. Uh, like I said, we are based in the UK. We are based in the Midlands. Um, we are from like Derbyshire, which is the centre of the UK. Um, the team at the minute exists of myself, my son, and my son's girlfriend, who is the medium. Um, she's very good for her age. She's only 17, and she is quite... She's really good and really coming on with it. Um, my son, Ben, he does all like the technology side of it, the camera work, uh, puts videos together, and history, and... He does, you know, some investigation with me as well. He finds locations. Um, I've been, I've been in paranormal now for about, it's about twenty-one years on and off. Hmm. Um, we used to belong to another team before there was, in you know, Facebook or anything like that. Um, um, we used to go. We had a there's a big place altered uh, location area called Pleasant Mills, which are old cotton mills, um, and we had the run of them every last Friday of the month. Which were brilliant. We didn't even have to pay to go in. It were great, great mills. We stepped tours right. around there. Of course, my two sons came along, so we stepped back from the paranormal. And then just through COVID, when we got COVID, um, Ben says, Oh, do you fancy going on some investigations like you used to do, you know, years ago, Dad? I says, Yeah, we'll do that. Um, because we're just, we were only allowed two people to go out of the house at the time. Right. So, it was great and we said what we can do we can actually live stream it on facebook and i didn't know nothing about this so you, you know his non could watch us and his you know his granddad and people who couldn't get out and that's where we've gone from so he started this facebook page mr paranormal uk went out during covid did little investigations it were like family friends who couldn't get out of the watching us and we've just grew from there um like i said i've been passionate for years with the paranormal and Ben, for the last six six years, he's been, you know, he's really got into it. Um, he, he's quite clever, you know, he's quite more scientific than what I am. But we really, we just really enjoy it. We'll go out there, we just, you find us as, you know, we are. And there's no show or nothing like that. And we just, we get we go out to places, we don't always get um, activity. Um, no, no. And I that's the key part. Um, but we've got a great bunch of people that follow us and we're all like-minded and we open to anything, open to questions from anybody. And we even invite, we're one of many groups who uh, even invite members like, who follow us or anybody who wants to try investigating, come with us for free. So we'll just get like somebody I work with. Oh, can I come and have a look? I don't know what you do. I don't understand it. Can I come out and have a look with you? And we invite yeah. them along and they come and, you know, we experience investigating with us as well so we, we you know we are an approachable friendly group i hope <laughs> no we are yeah we are you see, yeah that's basically what we are that's basically scott every time i've spoke to you even before you were part of the the p3 program yeah, so, yeah. Uh, because we had networked a little bit beforehand um you've always been receptive and you know when when i've been to your live shows and such i chat in the chat and uh, within moments, you guys are pretty quick on on uh, replies and such. So yeah, yeah. I think it's important, Scott. I think it's important to treat people who's took the time to actually view your your content and to reply to people. Uh, we do, you know, we get people sent on Messenger, and we do reply to everybody. 
we, we make sure we reply to everybody because I think it's just um, so I'm moving up because Doc's taking most of the chair up now. So um, courteous to do that because uh, people are taking time out to you know watch what we do. So we, we do try and um, reply as quick as we can. And and that's the way we feel as well with our social media and such. We I say to myself that I hope I never get to the point where we grow where we are not able to answer and interact mm. with those that take the time for us. Yeah. So far you guys are doing a bang up job with that. You guys are doing really well with that. Uh, well, thank you. Before I get to Lee's question, I must ask you to go ahead and uh, let people know how to find you on your social media accounts. Yeah, sure. Um, we've got, we have uh, Facebook, Mystic Paranormal UK. Um, we have got a YouTube channel, which is M. I've got to get this right, Scott. <laughs> MP UK Paranormal. It's not a big channel. It's just where we put odd little videos up. Um, and we also on TikTok, and that's Mystic uh, Mystic underscore Paranormal underscore UK. And, and you can I, find us on them platforms. I will encourage you guys that are watching this tonight or on the replay. Take the time and go find these guys. You will not be disappointed if you subscribe and follow, and uh, they will definitely keep you guys entertained. And they do so much stuff with paranormal and even just general chit chat. Some days I've seen yeah. you guys just sit back and talk to people. Um, yeah, we do. Uh, like tomorrow, we've got um, a young. Is uh, very good. A young um, lad who I used to work with um, some years ago, um, and he's. <laughs> He went through a really bad time with uh, mental health and stress. So we do every month he comes on and he does like uh, meditation, helps people with stress. Anybody could come on that show. And if people are struggling with, you know, men mental issues, they could come right. on and chat to us. And uh, Jake's open to anybody contacting him. Because uh, at the moment, I think it's a big thing over his men's, men's mental health. Um, it's like a big push that we don't talk about it. So we decided every month to do like a show, a chat where anybody could come on, have a talk. If you want to air the problems and help, we can do. And Jake will help them through that. So that's another kind of, that's away from the paranormal field, but that's something that we do as well. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, Lee wants to know how many people are involved in Mystic Paranormal. Right, Lee. So we've got like three uh, three main members, like say myself, my son, and Azaria, which is our Ben's girlfriend. My wife helps out with um, some of the content on Facebook. Um, she monitors chats for us. Um, she did, yeah, she does the TikToks. So I'm I'm no good with anything like that. Social media. I'm all right to scrunch alive. That's me done. Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's really like, it's just really like four of us. Oh, and four of us at the moment, but we have also my, my other friends, uh, James and Gemma, who've got a very young family. They come out now and then with us, but James has gone back to university. Uh, he wants to become a school teacher, so he's taking some time out, but I've only got to like give him a ring. Can you help us out with this? And they'll come and help us. So it's about six or seven of us at the moment that um, are with, you know, Mystic Paranormal, but like I say, mainly three of us. Um, at the moment, who do it? So yeah, and, uh, and I think it works. I've, we make it work with three of us. Um, 
I think sometimes, as you know, Scott, probably yourself, I don't know how many is in your team, but when you go out with a big group, it, it, it sometimes can tamper with the evidence, I feel. Mm. Um, a smaller group, you can like control the environment, can't you, that you're in and it, the environment that you're investigating. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't feel like bigger groups or not. Um, they both have their benefits. Uh, right now, with, with quick count without going through, I, I believe there's seven of us in our group. And which seems about average for the Americas. Um, yeah. Generally, all seven is not on an investigation in one spot. Um, so I know what you're saying. The smaller crew, you can kind of get more more into it and such. To that. But it's nice to have the bigger group because, like you said, when something comes up, you can call them up and say, hey, we need this many people. Just recently, yeah. uh, we were in a bigger building and we didn't have enough people. It was, uh, <laughs> we are way underestimated the size of this place. Uh, in reality, we probably could have used 15 people for the place. That's how big it was. That's a big place. <laughs> That's a big place. It was. It is yeah. a big place. It, yeah. it is. See, also, with, with big things, like we do a lot of, we do a lot of historical sites. Um, and some of the historical sites out in the wilderness, you have to, like, you know, you have to hike to them, and, and sometimes mm. you get a bit. Um, you got to be careful. You can be a bit just like we have a lot of people that live out in the um, live in the woodlands, um, homeless people and stuff. Unfortunately, um, mm. and sometimes you do come across these, and you don't know how they're going to act. And if there's only like it's only myself, Ben, and then this Azaria, sometimes you. Just pay to have a few more people there, if not mean for if anything happens. You know, looking enough, we've had nothing, um, you know, bad happen to us. We, you know, we do tend to talk to everybody and right. um, leave them alone. If they've been left alone, you leave them alone and move somewhere else. You know what I mean? So, but there's benefits of big groups and small groups, like you say, Scott. Now, I will point out because I think I pieced it together from what you just said a minute ago. Is the voice we're hearing in the background is nothing paranormal? It's your wife. It's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh Scott, it's oh, you know what it's like. <laughs> I will not do that yeah. on this show. <laughs> I don't. She's need trying to find. She's trying to find it on Facebook. That's all. It's the oh. Warren Area Society Paranormal page, Catherine. Right, so she right. could watch that. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she points um, me in the right direction, Scott. You know, you know. <laughs> she keeps you honest, huh? Keeps me in line. Keeps me in line. That's what it is. Let's see. I thought I had the link for this. I was wrong. I was going to send you the link. But yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to find on Facebook. Yeah. But um. So yeah, I just wanted wanted people to know because we could we we couldn't quite make out what she was saying but we could hear it hear her yeah, oh, you can hear, you. You, you so, can hear it, Scott, trust me <laughs> like uh, well you know hey, uh, that's like my my significant other son uh, stays in the door behind me here yeah, yeah. Every while he'll pop out and walk through to do whatever he does and yeah. I make sure i point out he is a living person <laughs> <He's> my- <laughs> not a spirit <laughs> Hello, Azaria. Oh, that's Azaria. That's um, Azaria. that's that's our Ben's girlfriend. Hi, Azaria. I hope you yeah, do. So, yeah, she's watching as well. She's a brilliant, a brilliant medium. I don't know how you feel about having mediums in groups. See, we've not really had a medium in the group until 
um, Azora came along and think, it's, it's helped us a lot, really has helped us a lot. I think I'm an average large. <laughs> I think I'm an extra. I'll be oh. extra large, Scott, I think, but yeah. I'm sorry. Poor dad joke there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm not very convinced on a lot of people having the gifts. I do mm. believe there is people out there, and um, I will take your word because you work closely with her. Yeah. But uh, it's been very few and far in between where I feel that there is uh, such a thing. And I do believe in them. There, one, there was a woman who was in our group who passed a few years now who had extraordinary gifts. Um, so with that, um, does she go into the group when you guys are out on investigations and... and uh, do you say that you have a medium in your group, or is that something that you kind of use um, in the background to to investigate? She goes with us. We don't tell her. We do. Obviously, we go back to places what we've investigated before and where she's been before. But right. if we go to a new place. We just turn up. We don't tell her nothing mm -hmm. uh, about and you know where we're going. Um, and she is pretty. We've had a couple of mediums in the group, like you say, Scott, but they weren't. I'm not. I'm not being rude to anybody. I, I, yeah. They weren't as accurate and as good as what Azara is. Um, but we do try and keep every keep as much information away from her as we can. Um, but she is an honest person. She will tell you. Are, are you seeing it? Are you sensing anything, Azaria? Are you? Um, you know, and she'll say, no, no, I'm not picking nothing up. She won't mm. make anything up to, she, she, she's an honest, she will tell you what how it stands. She's, she's very to the point. So if, if we're not picking out up, she'll say, no, I'm not, there's sure. nothing here. Doesn't sure. I can't, I can't pick it up. And and that's how honest she is. So, um, and you know, then she'll go and she will pick things up. So, you know. That's good to so, be. And she says, to answer the question that Paul didn't answer, yes, people know I am a medium. Yes. <laughs> see, she always corrects me. This is it, Scott. You see, she just tells me. <laughs> Today's youth, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so when you present the evidence to, to people, if you're in a home or whatnot, do you uh, bring that up that she senses these things or do you just kind of wrap everything up and one neat little package and and say here oh, we so are. We we do tell people. I mean, we we have started doing um, private investigations for people. Um, where I work, I work in an hospital, and people have now found out what I do. I don't really talk about it uh, a lot at um, um, at work, but people find gradually find out what what I do, you know, in my spare right. time. So right. they've been approaching me. So I've had like a nurse come up the, about just before Christmas. I said, can I have a word with you? Yeah, I think you're looking out in my house. Would you come and take a look? So, yeah, no, I probably will come and take a look, you know. So mm. we went in with Azaria. I did explain to her, look, Azaria is a medium. And okay. all of a sudden, Azaria said, can I just have a word with the lady herself? Yeah, take her. Took her away, and she came up with 
all this information that was actually correct down to so you're going to correct me again now scott and it's going to be another comment in a minute um that there was a box um that had been moved and put away somewhere and there was some jewelry in this box and she says because it's it was actually her husband that was there that sadly passed yeah and she even knew that this woman had moved the this box and put it somewhere and he went too happy about that and it was like simple thing and she was quite and she literally ran that investigation me and ben just we sat around uh, taking some readings and stuff like that and that's how I, it works that's how I've it works been in, we've been in that situation i've been in that situation me and lee and some of the others when ursula was doing her thing we just kind of okay yeah uh, yeah i've never seen it Scott. <laughs> I, I, it's what i get is that your wife? That's only double XL. So no one puts another one in front of it. Another yeah. X, triple XL. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. And Azaria says to be F. Oh, Frank, right? Different Frank. Yeah. Oh, I can't you. get them words like that. Yeah. More like large. The F was throwing me off for a second, and then <laughs> it clicked. She must send it to me. Now we won't. And the reason why I kept asking about the mediums and letting people know because in our group. We were asked to not by Earth not to let the clients know. That's not what she wanted to be part of the group for. She wanted to be part of the group because she just enjoyed doing such things. So yeah. we kind of we kind of left it because I mean, why go against somebody's wishes? So that's why it's kind of asking along those lines and yeah and such. We were, yeah. we're exactly the same. If the client asks us, they'll say they'll say who's coming, and we'll say oh, it's myself, my son. And Azaria, and I say she's a medium. If they say, "Oh, well, we don't want a medium, really," we won't take her. She won't go. Um, like I oh. say, you've got to respect people's wishes. Um, yeah. You know, in private, because before, like over three, four months ago, we never did private investigations of people. Uh, it's just that some people's come forward now. Says, oh, "Would you come and take a look?" Mm. You know, and we, we find it different to investigate like you'll know yourself it's completely different doing an investigation or on a private investigation right. um the, as long as you're professional when you go in yeah, I, I love it really do like it that's a big thing and you said she was going to do this um <laughs> says well, yeah, so there's something significant between the two it's in a box they're safe in the wardrobe yeah Oh, and he can't understand why it's in the in the wardrobe. As you said, it's my engagement ring and wedding ring. It's in a safe safe in my wardrobe. Yeah, it, it was just a weird. It was a weird night for us because we didn't really have to do anything. Um, and like I say, Zara just and for a seventeen year old to do that, take somebody away and cope with like she did, were brilliant. Really, yeah. you know. So she's a yeah. she's a good good asset to the team. And I I apologize. It looks like I'm cutting in and out sometimes. So no, it's um, fine. No, it's fine, Scott. Fine. So, but yeah, always nice to have extra help. Um, I will say, and then we'll move along away from that subject. I don't know if you guys have ever heard. Um, a couple hours away from me, there's a little town called Lilydale, and it's a little community maybe i don't know 80 people or so and the whole town is full of psychics uh tarot readers uh 
psychic church sells all kinds of uh, crystals and readings and things like that. Have you heard of the place? I have never heard of that place, but it sounds somewhere I, I like to visit. <laughs> oh, they they make uh, they uh, they're pretty busy during the summer. That's for sure. They they even uh, made it onto a hit TV show called Supernatural. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So that was an interesting episode, which looked nothing like the town. <laughs> <laughs> so, if oh, you guys oh, ever, yeah, I should love to go there. <laughs> so if you guys ever make it to our neck of the woods, I'd be happy to take you. Well, I wish I tell you, Scott, it's, it's an ambition of mine to come to the States. Um, so I've always wanted to do, never had a chance, but we never know in the future. Hopefully, we Might could be, uh, pop across. Maybe two years from now. Yeah, you never know, do you? Don't, you never know. Uh, Lee would like to know what type of equipment do you use on a regular basis? And she says that you love that show. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, Scott. I've never <laughs> seen Supernatural. <laughs> she's honestly, she's terrible. Um, yeah, equipment wise, we, we, we've got a mixture. Um, ben Ben uses uh, he's a dowsing he uses dowsing a lot dowsing rods um, Azara uses crystals um, we do tend to use like the K2 meters um, cat balls trigger objects flashing you know your teddy bears your trigger objects um, we, we, we want to not many groups do but in, in the UK but yeah Boris we use like robots I don't know if you've seen like a little robot it's got sensors on you stand down mm. it picks movement up um, and also we do use Ouija boards uh, in certain places if it feels right we'll use a Ouija board um, so, so we, we do try and stop away from these apps I uh, really do um, like I say we've got spirit box um, it's like the basic equipment that we use, but like I say, it depends on where we're going. Sometimes Ben will just go out with, we'll just go out with the dowsing rods. If we want to try and find something, Ben will use the dowsing rods to do that. So we just try and mix it up every time. But nice. the cat balls are good for visual for people who's watching, aren't they? So you know to I me, mean? it's just, it's where you are. It depends on where we are, what we yeah. use really. Now, I'm sure Lee will put two and two together because we just recently purchased the, the cat toys, and I, I mm. believe I got the idea through one of your live shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, we've got it, these little cat balls, and I'm, I'm like that with them, Scott. When you start using them, you'll make your own mind. I'm like, I'm like that with them. Um, like you say, you press a button, they flash with your mm -hmm. touch. Um, but so if it's windy, we tend not to use them because. Obviously, the wind can move on. But right. we, have, we have had actually one roll. Uh, it's actually in a church um, on altar. So the altar is about three foot tall. And right. it was on the edge of the um, at the back of the altar for two or three hours. And then all of a sudden, it started to roll. And it rolled to the edge, stopped, and then rolled to the right. And then literally stopped on the corner. And we actually caught it on camera. Yeah, um, yeah. It literally stopped on the corner and we've tried to debunk it and we just cannot debunk it uh that that were amazing that re one of the best piece of evidence we've caught you know we have caught 
Awesome, awesome. But it seems like you're getting called out again. <laughs> oh, I know. Just she, she calls me out all the time. Scott just not put much punch. Just don't accidentally stand on a cat ball. Yeah, I do. I do tend to stand on them when I can't. See, yeah, I'm a bit clumsy, Scott. When I'm out, and I, I, you know, break them and stuff like that. And that's why I sit down because I'm clumsy <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. All right. So, how about this for an AI question? It says, "What locations have you investigated, and what were the most interesting results?" So, any locations that come to mind? Right. Yeah. Um. We've got one. We've got one of our ones we like that's close to us. It's called Ansley Chapel. Uh, it's an old chapel our ben will correct me on this Osari on the date i think it goes back to like 1600s the okay. where it's built i mean it's been altered through time mm -hmm. it's a ruin um it's got no roof on it but that place is amazing um it's one of the best places i've but it's only it's the only place i've actually seen an apparition um of a, a, a lady stood next to me um, when we're in the graveyard, because it's got like a real old graveyard to it. Um, I wouldn't say it's a frightening place, um, but it's very, it's a very good, at night it's very creepy. Um, mm. And the, the other place I've been to that's, that did scare us, well, I can't remember the name of the church. It's a few hours drive from us, and that's again, it's a, it's a, it's a church, and they have just actually... Um, Took the took the windows out, the glass, and took the pews out of the church, but left everything else. Yeah. It's in really good condition, and we were there all day. We got we arrived there about eleven o'clock in the morning, and we stopped all day. It got to about ten o'clock at night, and we got a sulphur, a really bad sulphur smell that came through. Yeah. Um, we were told to leave, and that yeah. that was scary. That was. Do you believe that the church was desanctified? Yeah, yeah, we were. Well, the church is actually closed off uh, on Halloween, um, and that because people do um, say it's worship, uh, devil worship in there. Um, so it is actually closed off with the police on like around Halloween, so you can't go in. And people have done that there. And when you get salt, sulfur smell, it is linked to. Um, bad spirits and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And we were, was advised to leave, so right. we did actually leave there. So they two good, two of the good best locations I've um, been to. I would have to assume that if you're smelling that, that the church was uh, desanctified. Yeah. I don't think that would be able to happen. Uh, and she says, no correction needed. Good job, Paulina. <laughs> yeah, my nickname's Paulina. Yeah, they call me Paulina, my nickname. They they really put it on tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you do it all the time, Scott. I'm used to it. But like this is why I kind of like having um a young younger younger people with us as well. It keeps mm. me on my toes, keeps you going. You know what I mean? It's um it's a good thing to keep me keep me young. I was about to say bravo because I don't know if I have the energy to have uh, keep up with the the younger generations. Um, I'm not. I don't think I'm old, but. I'm definitely not 20 either, or 25. No, I'm definitely not 20. <laughs> but so, they keep, like I said, they keep you on your toes and they keep you going and they have a laugh. And I think that's important as well um, in the paranormal is enjoying yourself and having a laugh. And, you know, 
you take it serious when it needs to be took, take, you know, taken serious. And then in between, if there's a chance to have a laugh, have a laugh, relax. And I think it's very important to do that. Correct, correct. And uh, it was kind of funny you were leading into being scared or whatnot, scary places and such. Because the next question is along those lines, um, how do you handle fear while you're in that line of, you know, paranormal investigating and such? Right. Well, basically try making joke, <laughs> jokes, lightning mood. Um, you see, don't, it's very, I don't get frightened now um, of the paranormal. Um, I get more frightened of the living. Um yeah, and, but like I say, yeah, woodlands. I don't like. There's something about me. I, I hate woodlands, woods, uh, forests, um, especially at night. I just don't like. I don't know. I don't like. But I like. If, I don't like them. But if you get me, I like going to investigating them because it gives you that bit of that adrenaline, right? Adrenaline rush. Yeah, and, and sometimes uh, we just when we handle fear, we just have a laugh. Try and you know crack a joke to you know so, something big goes off. It's like oh, and it scares us a bit. It's like well, try and make a bit of a joke out of it, um, and then you, you do tend to relax them, don't you? Make a bit of a, you a do, joke you out do. of it. Now, when you speak of woodlands and such, I've spoke to other people over in the UK, and and your guys' woodlands are not generally what we would call them here. Ours. Yeah. According to the others I spoke with, ours over here are more denser, more larger populated woods as opposed oh, to... Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, you, you would agree with that? Yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, one of the biggest woodlands we've got is called uh, Canic, Canic Chase. It's quite famous over here for the um, black-eyed children, um, oh. UFOs, and that's like Birmingham. That's like south of us. and That's the biggest woods that we've been in. But your woods go on for like miles and miles and miles, don't they? <laughs> um, yeah, don't doesn't really, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, some of your woods, I'd love to go in some, some of those. Uh, especially, I like to have a go at Bigfoot hunting. I'd love to have go and have a look for um, Bigfoot over there. You need, to over, you need to come to where I'm at. Um, yeah, yeah. Bigfoot, UFOs, by the name, um, all you want there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Believe it or not, part of the my bus run in Sheffield, uh, Pennsylvania. Sheffield, all right. We live near we live near Sheffield, England, Sheffield. It's literally <laughs> like eleven miles away from Sheffield. That's weird, that yeah. So you got where Sheffield I'm over there as well, yeah. Where I'm, where I'm currently at, I'm about. 30 miles from Sheffield, but my bus yeah. that I drive goes from Warren into Sheffield and back. But uh, there's woods all around that, and part of my run is on uh, Route 666. <laughs> oh, <blooming> heck. <laughs> it runs right through, runs right through Sheffield. <laughs> oh my word, that's way that way. You stick six six. That's uh. uh... That's that's a, a great road to go on that. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I'm, oh, sure, she's 18 in a month. Yeah, it's her birthday in a month. Uh, so do you, have you got Bigfoot near you then, Scott? Um, in a month, I'll be 48. And 
Oh, right, uh, man. I'm older I, than you, then. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, yeah. I look older, but, uh, yeah. you know, I try to stay out of the woods when I'm looking all like this, so people don't mistake me for Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> Have you ever, are you ever experienced anything like Bigfoot, Scott, or? The, the closest thing that I've experienced, and uh, she says, you usually run away from moths. I do. I ate my I ate insects. That's another. Yeah, well, but, yeah. butterflies, moths, and spiders. I can't stand. No, well, can't then stand. You, <laughs> you wouldn't like it. My place. I'm right on the river. We get all kinds of insects. Oh, no. I feel like that. Nothing like rolling over in the morning and seeing a spider by your web. Oh, by your no, window. don't know. <laughs> no. uh, we get we get some over in the only like little tiny things like that, and I'm out the house. Style so Ben has to catch him. <laughs> but as far as Bigfoot goes, uh, my personal experience, uh, and I'm not even sure if I would say it's Bigfoot, but me and Stephanie, my significant other, was uh, scouting out a location we were going to investigate later, a uh, camping site um, during the day, and it just seemed off. It seemed like really still, really heavy at times and then it would kind of lighten up and seem natural then it would start getting a little heavier and such and we we're there say 15 minutes maybe roughly and uh it, when it started getting heavy and and silent we can almost hear like a like a whooping type noise in the mm -hmm. distance and it would go it seemed like it was kind of it seemed like the same person or being doing it but at mm. different spots along the woods like they like it was trying to find a good way to get to about where we were so eventually i said you know we don't have no protection no knives no guns no nothing no campfire going to grab a log out of so i said it's probably best we leave now yeah so, i think i believe in yeah well yeah so what we watch the uh, we've got a program of our show. It's uh, Bigfoot Hunters, I think it's called, okay. or Hunting for Bigfoot. With Bubba, uh, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love that um, program. Is that with Bubba? Yeah. What sorry? Bobo. Yeah, that's it. Well, I've just cracked. We should go to bed now. She's at work at morning. Yeah, Bobo. Actually, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, the woods at we're connected to where i live up here in warren and such they did a show not too far from where we are oh, yeah yeah um, so, another one that's over at the moment that's quite big is skinwalker ranch mm. um that we've got over and I, I found that very interesting as well because that's very um like the ufo side of things isn't it there and um i find that i find that quite interesting as well definitely um skinwalkers i I haven't touched too much into it, but for some reason lately, I've been hearing a lot of people speak of them. So I'll probably mm. look into it before long. Yeah, yeah. Um, so once again, I'm reading from the uh, AI a little bit. Um, I don't know if I like this or not because it, it tends to break up my my train of thought, but I'll ask it. Why not? It's all right. It's worth a try, Scott. Worth a try. Something different. Uh, it, it's asking, what kind of fascinating phenomenon have you encountered during your investigations? Anything that really fascinated 
uh, fascinated you, not scared you? Yeah, we had uh, we had a very good poltergeist incident um, at a, a, a where my wife works. She works at a, a coffee shop. Big, it's a big coffee shop, hmm. uh, and they brought the. It's a two story, very old building, and they brought they brought the upstairs to it. So they've been renovating up there, and I said, "Oh, I loved." And the owner says, I'm sure there's something up here. It, it gives me creeps. So, well, can we investigate it? Says, yeah, sure you can. So we do spend a lot of time there. And we've, we were filming, um, and Ben, we were all behind the camera, and we're apparently going to touch this spirit called Bert. His name's Bert, apparently, that, that's there. The, and the next thing, we just heard this. It was like some whiz by us. I thought, what? And it hit the wall on the far side of the room. Yeah. What, what, what was that? And we went across and there were two pence, like a coin, two pence coin, um, literally stuck in the plasterboard wall. It actually <laughs> come from behind us and like literally stuck. It went that hard, it was actually stuck into the wall. Wow. Um, and when we picked it up, Ben picked it out and it was really hot. It was really warm, this coin. Um and that really fascinated me because it was like, we, I don't think we realised, registered really what had happened at that time. You're like, and then as we, the night went to us, we really had something thrown. Um, yeah, it weren't yeah. tatters, it weren't, I don't think it was meant to arm us because it came from like, you know, behind us. But mm. I've sensed things in where we live um, in our house. Um, around Christmas time, we do get... Um, stuff moving about so i have i've I have witnessed things move across the floor and um like dog the dog dog toys will just roll across the floor um yeah. but poltergeist i i think that that coin i think that was the most fascinating thing i've seen that i thought wow so um, what you keep saying the term poltergeist what what would you describe a poltergeist being well, I say, well, poltergeist, I'll say it's, 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 the poltergeist means noise of spirit, don't it? Um, um, but we class as poltergeist as noise of spirit and also can move things as well. So oh, yeah. it, it, it can in, interact with stuff. Um, like, back, yeah, obviously, noise of spirit, it can bang, can't it? Knocks, bangs, and stuff like that. But also, we personally class poltergeist actives as we can physically move something as right. well. I buy the coin or a ball or you know something like that. It can move. It can actually physically move an item. Now, and the reason why I ask that is because um, a lot of people that do not, and even within the paranormal field, seem to take poltergeist as in a evil entity and such. Where yeah. the true definition, my understanding is literally noisy ghost nice ghost yeah so yeah. so and i don't think the evil I, I don't think it makes some uh poltergeist yeah i think that's the hollywood isn't it that make poltergeist <laughs> look you know like a lot of things hollywood does make stuff look very evil don't it but um movies you, do. You know, but i do think you need a lot of energy you do need um a lot of energy for a poltergeist or poltergeist activity to mm. um come along if you know what i mean so uh, we did we do use an um a plasma ball which is quite a big plasma ball we've got at, at the coffee shop we'll plug it in for a few hours 
before we even investigate to try and build some energy up. I don't know if it works. I'm not saying it's, it works or anything like that, but to see if it could build the energy up in I, the room. I believe it does. Yeah, um, and we play music as well. We play a lot, uh, play a lot of music before um, in in the room, just to like build energy up. Because you know, I don't know how you work, Scott, but like if you're happy and you, you you're having a laugh in the room, it, it's, it's positive energy into it. It comes out, and we do find that helps with. <coughs> excuse me, that helps with act getting activity as well. So, do you try to find time period music to? Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we, um, Charleston, like forties, thirties, forties. We played there, and we've had we've had a few things happen through that. Nice. Uh, we've been to the uh, World War Two camp, prisoner war camp. We played obviously nineteen uh, forties music over there to just try yeah. and build the energy up. Um, we try anything basically. We we'll give anything a go. Um, People who's watching the stream will say, "Oh, try this. Why don't you try that?" And we'll we'll take that on board and try it. Because, um, like I said, I don't think there's a, a right way and a wrong way of investigating. I think everybody's learning, aren't they, all the time? Definitely. How to get evidence. And you know, and I encourage uh, people to watch other teams and such um, mm -hmm. because, like I said earlier, I I didn't never thought about the cat toys until I caught your show, mm -hmm. and. Uh, so we could learn little things or, you know, it. it might be how you set up your cameras and you, you know, somebody says, well, why did you do it like that? And you say, well, we try to keep the the camera towards the fire wall. So that way you can see who comes in and leaves the room, you know. That's it. Yeah. So it, we've got a thing. You say, if anything's going to happen, it's always going to happen off a camera. Into it. It's how it goes into it. You know, so yeah. a couple of behind camera. So you've got to have your cameras to try and cover most of the room as well. And like say, who leaves the room, who enters the room. So there's no foul play or anything like that, you know, in it. So, and now you foul play, just misidentification. Yeah. Because okay, it's yeah. easy enough not to see somebody go in and you see something and think, oh, yeah, that's 100%. When in reality, even though it wasn't your intentions to fool somebody. Um, yeah happen that way yeah, I yeah. Believe most teams are are genuine mm. they might there's a lot there's a there's some very good teams um over in and, and there's some teams unfortunately that, <laughs> um you know it's entertainment and i've got like i said we had this we had a little chat show on this focus and i've not got a problem with um people doing it as entertainment if as long as they quote this is for entertainment you know mm. what I mean, and um, but over here in the UK, we have got a bit of a problem with teams at the moment. That's it's some of these teams that are in it for like money, and mm. you know, I mean, making a living out on it, it's ruining it for teams like yourself and us who really take it serious and really want to find out if there is um afterlife or you know, mm. if there really is such thing as paranormal, and it, it's like taking it away from us because everybody expects. If someone is new to it and comes to watch us a certain team that's like everything happens all the time, like, and then they see a genuine team like yourselves or you know, a load of teams that we know mm -hmm. that are genuine and nothing happens, it's like, well, they don't know what they're doing, they're rubbish, they're not in activity. But anybody with a paranormal like yourself will know that 
you can't just turn the tap and it happens. It's it, it's not yeah. like that. It's it, you've got to work at it, haven't you? And um, well, keep let me going, add, going, going, going. Let me add a little uh, uh, cliff note or such to what you said. I I fully agree with what you're saying. With the with the thought behind it that you can earn money and mm. make this a career without turning it into something bad. 100%. I totally agree with it. Totally agree with that, Scott. So I totally I believe you I believe you feel if you don't mind me putting it that way, mm. the same as me that it's 100% respectable and and capable to do uh to earn the money to do this, but be honest. Be honest. <laughs> If you're if you're for entertainment and you know some things might not be 100 percent or yeah. or dramatized, just put that out there. Most people yeah. will appreciate it. Most people will still watch your stuff, and you'll be fine. Just be, honest, just be honest. You know what I mean? Just be honest with people. Um, like I say, we try to be honest with people, and and I think that's the way to go. Um, unfortunately, some people aren't honest with people, but that's <laughs> people. <laughs> find people out won't they will find who's but like i said i've got no problem with anybody making money from anything <laughs> right uh, we've got a big thing of that we've got a big th uh thing at the minute over here i don't know if you haven't with um pay-per-view so pay-per-view investigation oh yeah got to do pay-per-view that's not a, i've got i mean we don't do it but i've not got a problem with that if people want to pay to, to watch somebody it's their it's their um, it's their choice to do it isn't it they're not being forced to pay right. to watch it it's right. it's their choice so it's it's like it swings and roundabouts as we say over here you know it's you know like juggling <laughs> but people understand and they might they'll quickly learn who's uh worth doing that and who's not by one show they'll be like oh no this is not what i wanted and yeah. so they don't do the second third show or fourth you know what I'm saying. Uh, and this, Lee is saying that was a lesson learned. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's talking about the cameras facing the door because we learned yeah. the hard way where we had a camera with the the back of the camera with the door and we seen yeah. it moving and such. And uh, after we thought about it, we couldn't use it because we couldn't honestly say that somebody didn't move a cord or something to get that camera to move. Not yeah. intentionally, but you know. Yeah, that's it. You're honest, though, Scott. That's the thing. Um, we went to a place called we call it the factory. It's up near us. It's an abandoned factory. We don't tend to do abandoned buildings, um, but this one's like on his doorstep, and everybody goes in there. And we went in there one night, and we were filming, and it looked like we caught a shadow person go go across a doorway, mm. and. Um, we're like, wow, we've caught, we've actually caught a shadow person on camera. And on the way back, Ben was saying, you know, so I'm 100% sure with this. I'm not happy that we've caught something. And he got, they were going on for a couple of days. It's, you know, our Ben's very thought, he said, I've got to go back. And we went back at the same time at, at night and mm. set all the cameras up how we were. And we did the exactly same thing again. And we found really? out there was actually a gap. There was a gap in the wall, and that when the light hit it, the light was shining through onto the other wall that through the doorway, so it made it look like there was a shadow mm. going through. So we debunked it. And it's a shame, but yeah, it's better to be debunked than 
Yeah. So I, I know that feeling. And sorry, Lee, I'm going to throw you under the bus. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we were watching this. Uh, we were at an investigation. We had the laser grid up against the wall in a dark room and such. DVR set up and watching it. And he was at the monitor. And he seen a shadow go across the the laser grid. And it was like, you know, we were, we were excited. Hey, we got it. There's something, you know. Probably along the same lines you guys are feeling. And, uh, we put it up on a big screen TV. It was watching it, getting excited because we knew it was about the time. And when it came across, we seen on the big screen, we were able to tell that a cat had poked its head up to look at the laser system. And the oh. cat cast the, blocked out the uh, laser system. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. This is happy. Happens though, don't it, Scott? I'm very. Ben and Azari tell me to calm down because I'm very excitable. Because when I when I'm on an investigation, I'm like a little. I'm like a little kid. Anything yeah, goes off. Oh, it's paranormal. It's paranormal. <laughs> but they've called me down because we'll just look through. Like you say, we're cat popping its head up. You've got yeah. to look into that. But when you've looked into it, and um, and we actually send some of our stuff to other people to look at like shout most don't we work close with they are a group that's skeptical they're a paranormal group but they're skeptical of paranormal yeah. um so we'll send some stuff to them and they'll send their stuff to us what did this happen what do you think this is what what do you think that is and if you can't explain it and then you can say it's possibly um paranormal but uh, yeah. like i say yeah it's it where it we work with Mark and that and their group, and they say, say they're skeptical. They they more um, technical. They use different equipment to us. Um, mm. Where we believe in paranormal, they don't. Um, but when we come together, it makes like it's, it sounds funny, but it works. Oh, definitely. If you know what I mean, because you've got two sides to. You've got, oh, yeah. you know, right? Yeah, it's weird. It just works. It's it's strange. It just just works. I don't know how it does, but it does. So, uh, and I, I'm not asking you to to throw any salt on anybody. That's not what the question is about. Um, just more of a personal feeling of myself that, that has happened to me. But when you bring this stuff to them, and they say, "Well, no." I don't believe that's paranormal. That could be explained as this. You ever have that moment of like, you know, all time, <laughs> all time, Scott, all time. Um, like we find stuff, and Ben, I keep going on about Ben and Nazari, but they are a credit. They are really a credit to the team. They, they really are. Um, even with even with Azari being a medium, she still debunks, and it's amazing. And like we had a, oh, what was it like a we're outside and the teddy bear fell over it fell over okay oh it's not it, it's, no 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 it's the wind dad listen to us it's the no it's not it's paranormal <laughs> no it's the wind oh no all right i'm going to have a sulk for a couple of minutes but they are right what they're saying and and they was right it, like it was the wind um but yeah we do get that moments we think oh i think i've caught something then you haven't caught you just de <laughs> deflates you don't it but it drives you definitely definitely um yeah i know what you're saying yeah definitely uh 
Now, a lot of people are now skeptical of them, but orbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember at one point, everybody was so sure orbs were paranormal. And so, what's your thoughts? Right, we've got, well, we've got a rule. A rule with our team, I'm not saying it's the right rule or wrong, it's right or wrong, but we... For you. When we're in a place and we catch an orb, now, if there's... We say, if there's more than 10 orbs, we just write it off. It's, it's yeah. nothing. Now, if you get a single orb, um, it's just floating about, we can look at that and think, could it be something? Um I'm very skeptical orbs, Scott, to be quite honest. But we have we have seen we have asked for um orbs to come towards the camera and they do. Just a single one. It'll come mm-hmm. towards the camera. Um can you go that way? And we'll point and it'll turn and go that way we're pointed. Not don't happen that often. Um mm-hmm. but yeah. you've got to take in consideration as dust and oh, damn. Um, Oh, they're all moving in the same direction. Mm. Um, insects. Moisture. Uh, moisture. It, I think I think if you want the answer, I don't think they are paranormal, uh, really. But don't get... There could be one or two that possibly is paranormal. Now, see... I've seen them with, like... A, I've seen them caught on picture with, like, um, a tail. A long tail coming off from them as well. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's one of those questions that's never going to be answered, Scott, isn't it? I really paranormal thing, you know what I mean? Uh, I imagine difficult. not, but see, now you said something that I never thought about doing before, and I don't know if we'll ever do it, but um, we never, I don't think anybody in our group has ever tried to talk to one and ask it to move in certain directions. That's actually interesting, and I was something that if I see on the camera, I might certainly try now. Try it. Give it a try. It has happened. It's happened in our house. We've done it in our house. And um, we said, can you come towards the camera? Then it will just come, one will just come from nowhere in t- towards the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, it don't happen all the time. But it's it just find different ways, isn't it, to um, try and debunk stuff. And uh, like I say, just give it to Will next time you have, Scott, if you're getting orbs. Just it, give it a try. It's uh, either to debunk or... Or add credibility. Yep. Um, Lee says CGI, and he he makes that reference to when we were a young group, probably less than a year, maybe a year and a half. We had cameras set up at a home apartment, and the whole night there was no dust, no nothing. And uh, towards the end of the investigation, we had one camera pointing. From the kitchen down the hall facing two or three closed doors there was like one two on the left side a door on the on the right and maybe one on the left uh, but either way there's several doors and a very clear bright white orb was low to the ground and it went forward went underneath the door came out of the door came towards the other one, went underneath another door and all that. And we posted it on Facebook. And and we, if we put an orb out, 
we always put the disclaimer that though we don't put a lot of credibility in this, we find this interesting. Well, people started coming out. There's three or four comments saying CGI, computer graphic imaging. Yeah, you're good together. Well, that sounds that's that I'd love to, that's remarkable to be quite honest. If it's oh, gone it was, actually gone in a door and then come out, that that's let, that's let quite me, good. Let me rephrase that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to make it sound like it went through the door. It went underneath the door, is what I should say. Still, if it's gone underneath the door, then come. Dust wouldn't do that, would it? Not to be honest, dust and wouldn't do that, would it? And um, it stayed solid. I'd, I'd like to see that. I'd love to see that. I'll yeah. see if we can pull it up. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it stayed solid the whole time as well. Mm. So it wasn't like it was fluctuating like dust does. But mm. we were like, well, you, you know, if we had the ability to do CGI, I'm sure it <laughs> wouldn't be a dot. Floating through no. the air, it'd be You'd a little... full apparition, won't it? And a ghost carrying its head under its arm, wouldn't walk in that corridor. <laughs> if you could do that, yeah, we'll just do an all. Yeah, <laughs> but you do get people, you do get people like that, don't you? That's definitely we do, yeah. We, we've had a you, we reckon that if somebody don't want to believe it, you, you can't make them believe it, you're never going to make them True. believe it. And, and that's fair enough, you know what I mean? It's that's fair enough. But those that don't believe it and say comments and like the, and such are still watching the stuff, and still yeah. helping us gain views, and yeah, sure. <laughs> so they yeah, have to do it. So before we get too long, because I know it's getting pretty late there for you. Yeah, I'm fine for a minute, Scott. You okay, mate? I'm enjoying it. I've enjoyed oh, it. Yeah. It's really good. Really enjoying it. Time is flying by, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what is your guys's? And I know this is going to be kind of a harder question to answer. At least I feel like it would be. Uh, give us kind of a your point of view on how you guys present and the evidence. Like, as in, how do you guys get to the point where you say this is a hundred percent? paranormal this is what we're putting out you know what should, how um, that go about well we'll put we'll, we'll put anything out and um it's same as photographs uh, we have a lot of people send screenshots to us and like i say we, we're so grateful that people take the time to send us photos or they'll clip the video if you notice this and we'll post it and we'll say right this is a clip of this or a photo of and let people make their mind up about it um people say it's nothing it's nothing um and that's how we do it. but if we, if we really find something that we think is really paranormal we'll run it by everybody and say look can we post this out and say right this is paranormal or do we just put it out there and make people let people make their minds up about it and that's the path we tend to go along is We'll pull a clip out, Ben will clip it out. Oh, this happened. What what what's your um any ideas of what could cause this? Is it you know, and we'd we'll let people comment on it um and make their own minds up if it's paranormal and you know that's how mm. we go about it, Scott, really. Have you had uh and we've had personally had this done for us. 
have you ever put anything out there in social media land where you were pretty sure that was paranormal and then in their chat or comments they they say well no this is not paranormal this is based off an app or this is this this and that yeah yeah did anybody catch them for you yeah one we had one um where i was up at the graveyard i took a picture and we didn't see it at the time and we got in contact with the child we could actually hear a child um oh it, it sounds funny it, it like squealed if you know what i mean we had like a child squeal okay. and this was about half oh, past 11 in the graveyard and there's gonna be no child around <laughs> and we took pictures snap 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 and somebody sent a photo and you could see a child's face clear as daylight absolutely clear and thought so we looked and our bed even went on um where you could download apps to put pictures you know like add yeah. things to your pictures we couldn't match it up to anything we really couldn't match it up to anything so we did put that on on a facebook page on social media and you got people say, oh that's an app that's that but like i say just that yeah that's great that's your opinion and right. what we do we just we don't mind anybody criticizing anything that we put out there uh, as long as it's done in a right manner um uh, and Critique. a polite manner well obviously you don't always get it polite do you, you don't always get it in a polite manner we've had it uh, if you don't mind me asking <laughs> telling we had um, a very sad incident that happened this week um uh, with a message uh, to Azaria, who I, I, <laughs> I say again, she's a 17 year old. Right. Uh, somebody sent a very, very nasty message, mm. um, calling her every name under the sun, um, calling her parasite, um, and they the kind of comments that we don't we said, right. right, you're gone. You, you, you know what I mean? And it's so sad when that happens. I mean, it's a seventy-year-old child, and um, but lucky, lucky enough, Azar is very um, uh, thick-skinned. I don't know if you have that saying over in America. Um, she's very thick-skinned. Right, she it just goes over head. I think I was more ups- upset over it than what Azara was. But like I say, I will stick up. I will stick up for any of my team members. Um, uh, anybody said, but that's the only. We've had little, bit, little bits of comments and trouble over last year, but um, that came through on Tuesday morning. And I thought, what? Why? Have you? I don't know what goes through people's heads, really. And it was very abusive. Very, very abusive. And, and this was back to a 70-year-old girl. Um, but we're quite lucky. We don't get many comments that's um, bad. I think we've got a really good followers who really kind and we're lucky i think we really are really are lucky i feel the paranormal as a whole for the most part has been blessed with that i don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot of of uh hatred from those that no. follow paranormal teams and such no. there you get the criticism which is fine like you're saying and i fully agree i put something out you want to critique it sure but yeah it's very is i don't think we have the the negative with comments and messages and such like that. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry she dealt with that. Um, yeah. Well, she, dealt with it. she dealt with it better than why I dealt with it, I think, which just shows the, the maturity of, you know, of her. 
Um, no, but like I said, that's only, you know, we have had a few in the past, uh, but that one was just like, it, that was below the belt, I call it. Um, the, language, the language used in it as well was, it weren't right. Um, but we are, like I say, we are quite lucky. We don't mind any, like you, we don't mind any criticism. You know, we, do, we get people saying, oh, why do you do that? I wouldn't have done that. Why, you know, and we'll answer it. You know what I mean? Um, we had some criticism with um, somebody sent us a message because sometimes when we do a live, when we go live on Facebook, we'll play like little intro music before we go mm. live. Right. And somebody says, What? Why are you doing that? That's r rubbish. And the reason we do it, notifications go through. So mm. it's just to let people get notifications through. So I don't want them to miss anything. Um, because they've, they've taken the time out to watch us again. And it's no good on getting a late, you know, and notification through turn on and they've missed they've missed ten minutes of, of what we're doing. So yeah. that's why we're playing music, you know. But like I said, anybody has a question can ask us anything as long as it's done in the correct manner. And that's why my live shows I do a long intro. And those shows that I'm doing pre-recorded or whatever, I got like six seconds. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. Uh, Lee says, where is your team based? And I know you had said it earlier, but yeah, yeah. the primary so, location. Yeah, we're the, we're the UK, Lee. Uh, we're based in the Midlands, Derbyshire which is smack bang in the middle of the UK. So we're like, that's what the Midlands are really smack bang in the middle of the UK. So that's where we're from. A little place no, called Chesterfield. Chesterfield. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of there. I have. Yeah, with um, a famous crooked spire on the chair. Why don't we go ahead and set this up for a hard ending at, um, in 15 minutes, if you'd like. That's, that's fine, Scott. Yeah, fine, mate. And uh, that way, I'm not keeping you up too much later. <laughs> <laughs> so now is Sunday. <laughs> but I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I've got an easy day tomorrow, somewhere else. It's your Sunday or Saturday in the States. Um, now, I was going to say, how do you feel that you, is there any issues or benefits, do you believe, of being in the UK doing this as opposed to the Americas. I think um I think you've got a better parity unity over there. Um I feel in the over in the UK um we haven't got that power unity yet. There's, there's, there's pockets of power unity over here. But I do feel talk to Matt and that um that power unity over in America is working better than what it is here. Um, that's one difference. And another difference, I think you've got some really good graveyards that we've not got over here to investigate, which I'd love to see. I'd love to investigate some of them um, graveyards that you have over there. Really would. But I think the big difference is in the UK and America is the parity bit of it. I think there's a lot of falling out over here and not so much in the States. See. I don't know if that's because you're a bigger community than what is over it i don't know but that's the i think that's the biggest difference see now this is where me and matt and when i say matt guys most of you watching will know those that don't we're we're speaking of matt baron and mm -hmm. uh 
the paranormal consultant. He's fully into the para-unity. And I am as well, and you are as well, Paul. But I have a personal belief in that para-unity is based on geographical location. The further the team is away from you, the more willing you are to have that unity. Yeah. 100%. I, I hate to view it that way, and I operate as if that's not true because I hope it changes, but that's my personal belief. I completely agree with you. Completely agree. Like, round here, you've got pockets of groups, and they don't want to see. We're lucky. We go out with two other groups that's in our area. We get Mm. on with them really well. But then you've got, like, 15 other groups where it's like, you you just can't approach them. You just cannot. There's too much... Um, competition and mm. I don't know why there is competition because at the end of the day this is where I was on about earlier on where people are in it just for themselves I think para- paranormal everybody's after the same goal if you're in it for the right reasons everybody's after the right the same goal as finding is the life after death is an afterlife is this and right. if everybody worked together which I don't think will ever get perfect you're going to find that quicker. Well, if, if we get find 80%, that quicker, aren't you? Yeah, I would believe so. Eighty percent would be nice. Uh, Rose says. Uh, Rose Jean says sometimes you have to be a duck and let it roll off. You guys are awesome. Keep it going. Oh, thank you, Rose. Yeah, you do. You do. I think it would have bothered me if it, the, the comment that were received. If it were about myself. I'm that long, you know, long at two. That's another saying. I don't know if you have that in America. It means you're old. Um, um, it'll just go off my head. Um, same as Ben. But when it's, I feel protective of my members in my team. I feel protective over them. Um, and I will protect them um, as much as I can. Um, you, you know, to me, the younger than me. And I, 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 I hate bullying. I, I just, you know, despise bullying. And when that happens, I think sometimes you've got to, like I say, I think it affected me more than what it affected them to. Um, and it, that's how it is. I just feel very protective over them. Like, probably you do with your group, Scott. You feel protective of, uh, of your members, don't you? You want you want 100%. them to be okay and not get abused like that. Right, right. 100%. Yeah. I, I feel if I was, if the roles were in my place, I would be the same way as you are. Um yeah, and and that's it. We, it, I know, literally part of the group is your family, but the whole group becomes your family. That's all I'm going to say. They'll they clusters my family. Um, everybody that's in our group um, is clusters family. My friends are clusters. My close friends are clusters family. Like with yourself, you know what I mean. And uh, it just doesn't. It don't uh, just to be respectful, does it? And at the end of the day, and. Um, um, some people just can't grasp that, I don't think. So, uh, you know. Or they don't realize you're as close. No. Uh, no. Lee says, what is your most memorable investigation experience? Oh, my word. Right now, now that's put me on the spot, Lee, that has. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the best one that memorable. Well, I've, had, I've, had, I've had quite a few. Um 
I don't think, and I'm, I'm going to be a bit off of, off of the thingy, I don't think it's the paranormal activity that's most memorable. I think most memorable is spending time with my family out investigating, doing something that we all love, um, and taking friends along with us, having them times where everybody's getting on, everybody's happy, and we're doing something that we love. And I think that's, I mean, it might sound a bit corny, but I think that's, the most memorable, memorable to me. And then uh, when, I'm told, when I'm told to do this, I'll think back of like, wow, I spent some good times with my sons and my wife at, and it's doing something we all love. And I think that's, I think that's the most memorable of what I reckon myself anyway. And then when you're heading home, you're reliving the night and talking about it. And... Yeah, it's brilliant. Next day, and you're still going on and on, and <laughs> you get in real late. You'll notice like your adrenaline's still going into it, and you're stopping up and you're talking about it, having a drink of coffee and tea. And it's brilliant. It's just, it just, it's something that you look back on, won't it? And you think, wow, they, they were great times. Definitely. You know what I mean? And uh, that's how it should be. Yes, indeed. Um, that's for sure it's the the investigations are great and it's nice when you get stuff but it, it really is a bonding experience it is it, it brings people together don't it yeah. and uh, it's it's great it's it's just it's just a good thing i really enjoy it when i've been like yourself you've been at work all day and you you know what i mean and you you go out and it's you forget about your bad day you've had at work and you, you're with your family and friends and you're enjoying yourself, doing something you love. And, uh, it's, you know, that's what you've got to keep hold of. That's important. Well, I, I never really wanted to say out loud that I had a bonding experience with Lee, but we'll, we'll let <laughs> But, uh, you were talking about cemeteries and such. Mm. Uh, that, that seems to be some of your favorite places. Yeah. We've got two, We've got two, right? We don't investigate um, cemeteries that's in use um, now. We, we don't, we, we, that's a no no over here. Um, so we, they're like abandoned uh, cemeteries that we go to. And we've got two, we're very lucky. They're within, one's within two miles of us, and other one's within uh, eight miles of us. Um, but I love cemeteries, it's just something about. It's like in every horror film, isn't it, Scott? There's a cem decent cemetery, and uh, I think it's just it's just brilliant. And looking at the old gravestones from like 1800s, 1700s, you look at the dates, and I just love I just love. But some in America that I've seen are absolutely massive. You know? <laughs> it's like you need a car one end to go to another. You know what I mean? They really are big. Definitely. Uh, there's in states though we we doesn't matter if it's still an active cemetery or not we, yeah. we go into them uh now like the one you're saying with going from one side to the other there's uh the one that i go to here and there is uh big like that and they're they got some famous people there but one of the more famous ones uh is lucille ball right yeah i don't know if you know who that is was I'm gonna go? I'm gonna make myself look an idiot now. Is that a singer? No, sir. No, no, yeah. I told you I make myself look, uh, I told you I make myself look a uh, idiot. She's, she's passed. Her husband was kind of a singer. Uh, she was on a hit TV show here in America. I love Lucy. Oh, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I've heard of I love Lucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main actress of that. 
is buried in Jamestown, New York. But that yeah. cemetery is you drive through and yeah. it takes a couple minutes to get through. Yeah. So I would dogs back to the parents every time I go live. He has to get he has to go on camera, Scott. Now my view <laughs> my view count's gonna jump up now that we have a cute puppy in the back. Oh it's it's, it's two it's two year old Scott and oh my word. <laughs> it's terrible. You know, we were saying we're going live. Oh, he's, he acts up and he's uh, <laughs> making a bed at now. I think he's, going, he's making a bed in uh, on the settee. That's all he's doing. But yeah, I've, I've got some of your shows where he's trying to get in front of the camera. Oh, inside. it's terrible. <laughs> he climbs on desk. He does everything. Don't be Ted. Well, he's lovely. I won't swap him. I won't swap him for the world. I won't swap him for the world. He's lovely. A big ham. <laughs> uh, Lee says boo. Ooh. Yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> due to a, that's due to a cemetery. Um, it's, yeah, I love, I, like I said, I love yeah. cemeteries, and this one um, clip that's recorded in one of your cemeteries. I think it was a cemetery in America. Where um, was it? Like some soldiers walking. Um, Probably Gettysburg. Yeah, where there's a um, soldiers walking across the. They're driving, and they're filming. I think they caught it on dash cam. And they actually put in a cannon, I think. That Is that the like, one? That sounds yeah. like a Gettysburg deal. Uh, yeah, of, really good capture. Really good capture. This is, uh, we were driving by, me, Lee, and Ursula was in the back, and we were driving by a cemetery. And we had just got done leaving the cemetery for that fact, but we were investigating just three of us in the car. I'm driving. Where I'm driving, Lee's up front in the passenger side, and uh, we go by a cemetery late at night, and I hear something, and I I wasn't sure. It sounded like it might have came from him. So I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him, and he goes. Finally, he looks at me. And he goes, "What?" I said, "Did you say something?" He goes, "No, what?" And I said, "I could have sworn, and I didn't think about it. I should have thought about it." But what I heard was literally the word boo. So oh, thought, right. And I'm like, yeah. I, said, I thought somebody said boo. And he looks at me and goes, boo? Really? That's what they're going to come up with is boo? Boo? <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? That's probably an intelligent spirit that said, I don't know, Oscar, I'm going boo. But yeah, right. that's, I mean, we've had that a few times where we've turned around and said, what do you say? Nobody else had anything. We had it. We went to a place, it's called Stanton Moor near us, and we actually found an abandoned um, alt, it's near a quarry. Um, it's a couple hundred years old, and we did some investigations there, and we got some of that whispered in my ear. It was like, you. It just said, you. you. And I said, what, what are you on about saying you? And it says, I'm not, nobody said anything. And it was like, <laughs> in me, really in my ear, like, you. And... You're like, wow, you know, you, right. I still can't explain it. I don't know, but I know no, what you mean. <laughs> yeah, nobody said, nobody said anything. They said, no, we just the woman's voice just said, you, to me, like you. And I thought, well, wow, crazy, what, you know, what's that? The crazy it's, thing is, uh, is three people in the car, and I'm only the only one that heard it. Then <laughs> they'd boom, yeah, yeah, which is probably mm-hmm. connecting with you, isn't it, Scott? You know what I mean? It's don't you ever see it, you know, when, you, when you're traveling on your buses and that, yeah, you and you had anything um, weird happen? On the bus. Your, mm, um, I've heard some whistling from time to time. 
um, just random whistling on the bus. But um, the station itself, I believe, has activity. The the bus station itself. Um, the river flows by, so I don't know if that's where it's getting the energy from. Yeah, but yeah. we have our meetings at my work because I got a boardroom. And this um, particular night, we were bringing on two new members, and we were showing them some of the equipment. And... Uh, and I was with the one new person, and the other members was with the other ones. And uh, I had the EMF detector, and uh, all of a sudden it started interacting with us. It started going wow. up. And I could tell this woman, being new, was kind of getting a little shaky about it. So I was like, go get the other people, please, because I felt pretty safe in that situation. Yeah. They weren't too far off. And uh, and so they came back. We got some small interactions with that. But I tell you, it was kind of a blessing that happened that night because um, the girl that was with me got so scared about it that she never joined up. She just kind of disappeared. Actually, yeah. we didn't reach her for a month or so afterwards. So I'm happy that it happened there. And you and found so, out. Yeah. It's not for I everybody, feel- is it? It's not for everybody. Paranormal people think paranormals. Oh, it's a good laugh, and well, it, it, it can be. It can be scary, can't it? Something happens. It can be frightening, and some people can't handle it. it you know, and some better people have had experiences and left for a bit, and then come back, can't they? And you know, to me, it is just takes that one event that everybody's used to something, but it could be one really strong event that happens and it can and it can do you can't it and then you know it's, uh, it was there not in the client's home because if we would have been somewhere and they freaked out and left yeah and that puts the wrong impression on the client where it does. these yeah. guys are professionals and they're scared if mm-hmm. they're scared then we should really be scared mm-hmm. you know so i'm happy that it worked out that way i felt bad for her as did the group but uh, we also got a pretty good, uh, I, I don't ever truly classify, but I would say a Class A EVP that night. Um, and if I get a chance, I'll I'll get some of this stuff to you. Yeah, but, 100%. Uh, yeah, especially that orb. That orb right. goes on about, yeah. Well, this we, EV- we, we use EVP, but we've not had, we've not really caught, a, I'd say, a decent EVP. Apart from the cottage on when that woman said you and me here, we did one there. We did a uh, footsteps on it, and nobody was moving about. We, um, but that's about the best one we've ever caught. Well, um, this is where we have the same night. There was a couple of them talking, and you could hear in the distance the start of whistling, and it grows, then fades away, almost like somebody was walking by and whistling to themselves. Now, my boss passed away about a year before that, and he used to absentmindedly whistled as he was walking and going about his day. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was pretty the neat. Link, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a shame I'll bend into because he had gone back. That, that sounds like a, um, like a bit of stone tape that does to me. I don't, you, you, you obviously know what stone tape theory is. Um, mm. But I'll bend to, you know, I'll bend a big believer in that stone tape theory. Um, sure. Short version of it is like uh, when somebody passes, if it's a dramatic way or 
so the, the energy can get trapped in the, the stone or the fabrication of the building. And then mm. over time, it can be replayed. So right. sometimes you might just get, like you say, whistling. Um, or you might get someone just walking in front of you. It's like, what happens quite often, the same thing. Don't interact with you. Um, and it takes the same route. It just walks in front of you. This right. is why you get, you get like soldiers where you see... Like um, all, all I seen with the all I seen with the um, top half for a soldier, it's seat legs, and that's because the ground's been built up. So you're just seeing the image go, half mm. the image go through um, the thing. That's our Ben's a big believer in, you know, big believer in that. Um, I believe in that as well, but mm. I also believe that sometimes, like, uh, like in that situation, it was my my uh, supervisor that passed away. Because he was really in love with uh, with the bus system that was his whole life, so yeah. I don't believe it's a recording it's as you saying. I believe it's a personal choice it's to come back. And, yeah, it's come back to uh, yeah. Right. Because he would go if he, you mean what stopping you coming back and going to places that you like, and you know what I mean. There's there's nothing stopping you do that, is there? Really, hopefully. Um, I don't think I'd go back to my place of work, to be quite honest, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, uh, gentleman, it's, it's weird. This gentleman would. I, I could see him being, that was his whole, it wasn't work, it was a hobby for him. It, so. he, loved, he loved his job, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's great. Me, that's good. If you like that, that's good. Me, if I come back and, you know, we have a choice, I'd be doing a movie theater, concert place, or, you know. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere we could have different entertainment left and right. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's something going on all the time. Yeah, but yeah, you never, you'll never, we never know, do we, Scott? You know, um, we'll probably, we'll probably know in the future, like, but um, not yet. <laughs> but yeah, can't, you know, it's it's been great. I've I've really enjoyed this chat, Scott. Tonight, it's been really good, really good, really enjoyed it, mate. I did as well. Um, and I believe the, the ones that are watching has been enjoying it too, because though they have asked some questions, um, not very much. Uh, so they, uh, <laughs> a bar. <laughs> no, I don't think I would go to a bar because you wouldn't be able to drink. And then how depressing would that be? That's bad, isn't it? That's bad. You're going to a bar, you've got to have a beer, aren't you, or something? <laughs> I would be so sad, <laughs> but so I, I feel that we've had people watching all night, but they've been intently listening, or at least I hope intently listening. And so I feel that we've carried on this conversation good enough where they felt they've asked what they wanted and pretty much left us alone. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That's hopefully. I hope they enjoyed it. But like I say, I've read, I've really enjoyed it, Scott. Really been nice talking to you. I'm glad eventually to get on. Get on your show as well, so... Uh, and I wouldn't mind being on yours one of these nights, is either. 100%, Scott. Whenever you've got time, mate, you message me and you, you, you're on. You're guaranteed to come on, 100%. Appreciate you Don't even have to ask. Just say, Paul, Just, I'm coming on your show next show. Yeah, you're on. <laughs> That's <jump> it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, I say, we try and get a different mixture of people on. I'll set you, know you up I mean? on the I'll set you up on the bus and... Uh, as I'm driving, we'll talk, and as people that, get hey, that'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, they're brilliant. We'll, we'll interview the riders as they come on. And yeah, <laughs> ask them where they go in, what they're doing. It'll be all right. Go about four or five hours out of that, couldn't we? 
And how many people on your side would be confused when they say, oh, I'm going to Sheffield? Yeah, say, hold on a minute, they had a good up <laughs> That's so weird that you that you go near a Sheffield and we live near Sheffield, England. It's like, but we've well, got New York, uh, not far. We've actually got a New York as well, a little village um, on the coast near Lincolnshire, and it's called New York. And, you know, that's... Uh, see, we're about... You know, we're yeah, about not many people live there. But, we're uh, about half hour yeah. away from New York. <laughs> so, so weird. We're pretty close to the same names, though we're many miles away. Many miles apart, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> um, but this is good. I mean, this in internet is, is fantastic, isn't it? So you can talk to people at the other side of the world, and it's great to get other people's views from uh, a different country. I've met, I've made, since joining P3 with Matt, yourself, I've met, some really nice people and got you know opa opa class you know everybody's friends as well and really? um, it's brilliant it's it we've got to keep keep up all your good work scott and uh you'll we'll be well. fine mate we'll get there you have a lovely night go ahead and get that beauty sleep thank you um, I, I need it i need <laughs> beauty sleep scott trust me <laughs> it's now it's now 20 to 2 in morning but hey i'm all right <laughs> thank you, your wife for letting me borrow you for the night and, uh, oh, she won't mind about that, Scott. I'm out of way. Don't bother. Don't bother. Her. <laughs> but and, anyway, uh, Scott. Yeah, it's been fantastic talking to you. Uh, stay uh, safe. Oh, yeah, everybody that's watched, thanks for watching, and stay we, safe, mate. We can we'll get a part, and we'll see you later. We could get a part two. Yes, hundred percent. Awesome. You guys here? Make sure you get an our. Make sure you get an our show as well, Scott. We'll we'll organise that for you. We'll do. Have a great night. Okay, Scott. Right, good night, everybody, and thanks for having me on. See you later. Bye-bye. Well, guys, what a wonderful, wonderful show, that's for sure. Um, I appreciate you guys coming on and uh, listening. Um, sorry that you guys didn't ask as many questions as you could have, but really, really, really was a wonderful conversation with me and Paul and Mystic Paranormal. Um, so I feel there was so much more that we could touch on, and that's why I asked for a second night with this. Um, so maybe it might be a Sunday afternoon or something, so it's not so hard on uh, his time frame because it is two o'clock in the morning there. Uh, could you imagine being up that late doing a show with me? Mm. <laughs> uh, but I will keep doing these shows as long as people are willing to come on it. Um, I really enjoy doing them, and I enjoy having you guys along for these adventures. So, uh, without further ado, I'd like to say have a wonderful Saturday night, and stay spooky, my friends. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for stopping down, and... Uh... Appreciate the visit. I'll get the hell off of my porch. Uh, we'll see you the next time. Come on back.
You guys are still here. How many Saturday nights are you guys going to do that where I have the ending and the outro and all that? You guys are still watching. Who's still here? Drop me a hello real quick if you're still here. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I am done for the night. I'm probably going to jump over on Matt's stream, Matt Barron on the Paranormal Consultant. He's doing some live investigating. So I might jump on there real quick and mess around with him. But uh, if you want, join me over there. That's uh, Paranormal Network. I believe that's where the show is being broadcast. And uh, probably be there about five, ten minutes. Then I will be done for the night. But I appreciate you guys really hanging out and kind of just enjoying these last few minutes with me. Um, call this the uh, after show show. Call it the the thank you for for being diehard uh, watchers and such. You know, you guys rock. So um, I've been watching where I end the show and then I see you guys are still on. So I always, you know, I thought I'd come back on for a minute like an encore act and say hey hope all is well with you guys so um i don't know what else to say see you next time guys stay spooky you die hard paranormal fanatics you guys are the true rock stars <laughs> see you later <laughs>